Welcome to the Dark Delight Show. It is a beautiful Monday. Well, at least it is where I am. I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. And uh, the Dark Delight Show, what do we talk about here? We talk about the New World Order. We're talking about the unfolding global conspiracy. We're talking about communism coming through America. We're talking about the infiltration of our social, our academic, our cultural, our political, our militaristic. Everything that holds our country together has been infiltrated by an enemy that lurks in the shadows. And they operate with impunity to usurp the United States Constitution, the American people, the people of the world, to implement a fascist, techno-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical-controlled New World Order. And if there's ever a time in your life when you thought that this was a conspiracy, it is now. Because men, women, organizations have come together to conspire against the people of the world to implement this agenda. And if you thought, like many did for many years, that, oh, these are just conspiracy theories, oh, this, is, this could never happen here, look around you. Go to the grocery store, look at the shelves. Go to the gas station, fill up your tank. Go talk to a trucker, hear his stories. You'll start to realize, as well as I did many, many, many years ago, that this world is operated through manipulation. That there are people in this world that are hellbent on control, on coercion, on manipulation. They seek to enslave you, me, and everyone else on this planet so that they could have full and complete totality, reign, and rule. You know, in times like this, when we, we look around, and it, it's hard to find those glimmers of hope. We have to be reminded of what it's like to go through the darkness. And this quote from uh, Maxwell D. Wow says that, even now, as broken as you may feel, you are still so strong. There's something to be said for how you hold yourself together and keep it moving. Even though you feel like shattering, don't stop. This is your healing. It doesn't have to be pretty or graceful. You just have to keep going. And it reminds me of the analogy I use time to time to describe the title of the show, the, the, the dark delight scenario of the small sea that gets pressed deep down into the darkness of the soil, the cold, damp home that fills the seed with fear. The seed immediately begins and feels uncomfortable. It realizes that the coldness and the darkness of its new home is not a place we'd want to be. It begins making its trek upwards through the darkness, not knowing which way to go, traversing through immense pressures, till eventually it gets warmer and warmer. And it sees a glimmer of hope, a light. It bursts through the soil and begins to transform. The seedling turns into a plant, a stem, a blossom 
eventually coming in to its full scope of who and what it really is, basking within the sunlight, being nurtured by nature. But to get there, it had to move through the unknown. It had to move through the darkness. It had to be placed in that cold, dark place that was undefined for it, that was unusual for it. And this reminds me a lot of what humanity is going through right now. Humanity right now is going through the same transition. And and this is why I truly believe that God wins in the end, that we are victorious in the end, that we will be successful and win this battle of good versus evil. Because at the end of the day, it's us versus them. And we outnumber them millions to one. And the light that grows within the human heart, the courage that exists within humanity, is much, much greater than the tyranny that is being perpetuated upon them. It sometimes reminds me of uh, the, the 1977 movie Network, where the actor Bale, um, oh, the actor, I forgot his name, home, I thought it was uh, Ball or Bale, but uh, he gets up and he does his famous speech, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I can't tell you that things are bad. You know that things are bad. A dollar buys a nickel's worth. How true are those words today? The economy is going to continue to slide. It's going to teeter-totter. But like I said, you're going to have bad weeks and you're going to have good weeks. Cryptocurrency, same thing. Good weeks, bad weeks. Every day as we progress forward, we're going to find more and more of exactly this. Economists at Jeffries, like those at Barclays, now expect the Federal Reserve to hike the rate by 75 basis points. It's a 0.75% increase in interest rates. And so they have, uh, as per Jeffries, they said, inflation expectations uh, expectations are beginning to de-anchor. In other words, is that there is no, nothing holding back the inflation. And 0.75 basis points is going to do absolutely nothing. It's only going to exasperate the situation. If you go back to Paul Wolfowitz, you go back to 1980, I think it was 1983, 1984, when inflation was near 20%, the way they curved inflation then was raising the interest rate to match the inflation. Think about the interest rate as a break mechanism for inflation. If you apply a little pressure on high inflation... All you're going to do is produce resistance, which eventually is going to tear down and run down whatever is producing the breaks. But if you put an equal amount of pressure against the inflation, the inflation will halt and stop. And so 0.75 basis, or 75 basis points, which is 0.75%, is absolutely nothing. If you have inflation, which we're saying is about 10% um, calculated, <clears throat> Excuse me. And in actuality, is somewhere near about 
the real inflation is about 24%. You need an interest rate that nears at 24, 25%. The problem with that is, is the moment they raise the interest rate to that 24, 25%, the economy not only halts, it recesses into a massive Great Depression at the lengths that we've never seen or experienced before in our lifetimes, or even in the lifetimes of our forefathers. You're talking about the systematic destruction of the global economy, if that was the case. That's why they can't do it. But see, they never learn. Politicians never learn. They don't care to learn. They're just going to continue spending. They're going to continue sending their money overseas, or sorry, our money, money overseas. Because that's the way they launder it. That's the way that they pay themselves. One day, when the Constitution is reestablished in this country, we will hopefully hold these people accountable for the atrocious crimes that they perpetuated upon the American people, for the stealing of the wealth of the American people, the destruction of the middle class. That day, I believe, is coming. It will be seen within our lifetime. But until then, we have to put up with their games. Their games is something that I brought to you for the last two years is, what's up with all these fires? Why do they continuously, or why are we continuously seeing food distribution, manufacturing, and processing plants catching on fire? Oil refineries catching on fire. Companies that produce critical infrastructure catching on fire. Right now, we have a pipeline fire that is burning six miles north of Flagstaff. Is that a coincidence? Well, if it was just a, you know, one normal pipeline fire, yeah, it would be not a coincidence. But when you start looking at the patterns of these things, you start seeing that our critical infrastructure is being attacked by someone or something continuously, week in and week out. And nobody's saying anything. Congress and Senate are not saying anything. The military is not saying anything. CISA is not saying anything. And I bring this up because, you know, in the summer of 2021, the World Economic Forum did a global cyber exercise in the advent that cyber terrorists would attack critical infrastructure. Now, how they do this is they hack what we call IoT devices, Internet of Thing devices. These are wireless or Bluetooth or NFC type of things that can transfer or connect wirelessly. And then they control the functionality of certain types of machines. So manufacturing, processing, and distribution has all different types of machines that operate through a network that is connected through IoT devices. Oil refineries, pipelines, monitoring systems, security systems. And all you need to do is have the right code go into one of these devices, whether it's the machine or the IoT device, and overload its electrical circuits, which could have the potential to start a fire. And from there, it's pretty easy. 
Is the housing bubble about to burst? Mortgage applications crashed to 22-year low as monthly payments have begun to skyrocket. I've also been talking about this for a very long time. During COVID-19, when they came out with the forbearance for mortgages and said that, hey, if you're having trouble paying your mortgage, what we're going to do is we're going to offer you a short-term loan, 6, 12, 18 months, and you don't have to pay your mortgage. And many people were duped into doing this. I did it. But I got myself out of it very fast when I realized what's happening. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more of the Back Lunch Show. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. I got some feedback from you guys last week. You said that we potentially would be having a meetup, uh, a Dark Delight show meetup in Avon, New York. This would be um, probably on Saturday, July 2nd is when we're looking at uh, for a time frame. I've already talked to uh, a brewery out there, and we've gotten the go-ahead. So we're, uh, we're in the planning phase right now. So if that's something that you're interested in, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up kind of a, a web link, and uh, we'll get this out to you guys. And it's just an RSVP. It's, it's absolutely free. Um, it, it's going to be at a brewery, so there'll be drinks, there'll be food. 
And it'll be myself there. I believe that uh, maybe a few people from the station will show up. But we'll have a, um, you know, have a conversation. We'll have a chat. We can't do a radio show or anything like that. But we can definitely uh, talk and collaborate and, and talk about this world. Talk about what's happening. So if you guys are interested in that meetup, a Dark Delight meetup, um, it'll be in most likely in Avon, New York on July 2nd, Saturday, July 2nd, uh, for just a few hours. So if that's something that interests you, please send me some feedback. Let me know. If you go to the WYSL1040.com webpage, you go to hosts, you can scroll down and my contact information's there and you can email me. Or just call the station and let them know that you're interested in this meetup and we'll try to get this all scheduled hopefully here within the next few days. Uh, what I'm talking about right now, though, is I'm talking about this housing bubble. I'm talking about the market that is about to crash. And one of the biggest parts of this market crash is going to be the housing market. And this is something that people were not expecting, people were not looking at. And I was talking about what really exasperated the situation was the forbearances that the banks did during COVID-19 that, that was kind of implemented and approved by... The, the administration then and then uh, carried on by the Biden administration. Now, this was very, very dangerous because if you imagine what was happening is people weren't able to go to work. People weren't working. Money was scarce. Supplies were scarce. And banks came out and said, hey, you don't have to pay your mortgage for 6, 12 or 18 months. Uh, what we'll do is we'll issue a short term loan to pay back that money. Um, and then we'll just attack that loan directly on to your mortgage. Uh, but you'll have two years to pay it back. And Donald Trump realized the problems with this and did a housing moratorium. Basically, what the housing moratorium did is said that, hey, look, people, you don't have to pay this back. You can, the banks can't make you pay this back starting until this date. Joe Biden extended that moratorium. The Supreme Court in August of 2021 said, uh, the president doesn't have that authority. That housing moratorium is over. And I said within six months from that date and time, we're about to see a massive increase in foreclosures because really – what was happening here is people were basically getting these short-term $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 loans that they would have to pay back within 12 to 24 months. And the banks weren't collecting on them. These are people who are struggling, living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to pay their mortgage to begin with. Do you really think that they can pay back $30,000 in two years that's going to be tacked onto their mortgage? No. In February of 2022, we got our first numbers of a 127% increase in the amount of foreclosures in the United States. In May of 2022, that number jumped and skyrocketed to about 220% increase year after year of foreclosures. We are now entering mid-June, and I'm telling you that number is going to increase again. I guarantee that number will be about 380 to 420% by the end of July. And so what we're seeing is not a market slowdown. We're seeing a market crash. Now think about the difference. Recessions happen when markets slow down, GDP slows down, and the market recedes. This is the credit and debt cycle, right? Recession simply means that things slow down, come to a halt, begin reversing a little bit. A market crash means that it was moving forward really, really fast, comes to an immediate point of resistance, has a great impact, which drops the price massively. That is what we're in the midst of right now. We are entering into a Great Depression, a great, great depression, and nobody 
wants to admit it. We are having a market sell-off today. Dow is down all with 600 points on Friday. It's down, uh, I think, close to 800 points today. This is a market sell-off. Well, why is it a market sell-off? Because the rich, the wealthy, the people that are in the know are cashing out. But they're not cashing out of your 401ks. They're not cashing out of your investments. They're cashing out of their investments. They're cashing out of the things that make them their money. Chairman Powell is facing a choice right now between elevated U.S. inflation and a recession. See, it's either control the inflation as it moves forward or increase the interest rates to a point where the economy recesses and we move into a recession. But, you know, the Democrats have an election coming up and they need the perception as if they have control. And so this is a very precarious situation for the Federal Reserve, for the Democrats, for Joe Biden's illegitimate occupation of the White House. And, uh, yeah, right now it's not looking good in any point, whether it's political, whether it's financial. But uh, we're going to see some things happen here. Uh, crypto firms um, like Celsius and Binance have halted all withdrawals of cryptocurrency as Bitcoin's price has plummeted over 15% in the last day. Cryptocurrency, uh, I, I teach crypto mastermind classes. If you're interested in those crypto mastermind classes and learning about crypto and other financial trading, uh, what I recommend is going to socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Scroll down to the bottom, you're going to see our intro to the cryptocurrency. There's a free course on there. Um, it's like 50 bucks a month to get into the crypto mastermind, which you'll learn all about investing in cryptocurrency. Um, and crypto is not dead, I assure you. I assure you, crypto is far from dead. Uh, crypto right now is on sale. It's a massive sale. And if you have the investment capital to get in, I would begin your buy up now because, well, it's about to skyrocket at the end of the year. But right now, it's on a recessional drawback. That's okay, though. But a lot of people are losing billions of dollars in cryptocurrency. And this was calculated, this was known. We've been talking about it in our crypto masterminds for a while. We've all protected ourselves against it. But just like the regular market, is crypto and the traditional markets are both going to decline roughly around the same rate. And then there's going to be an eventuality where that transition and shift into the quantum financial system, into blockchain technology begins, and crypto begins to rise while the traditional markets continue to fall. Uh, the Supreme Court are going to be deciding on historic cases, uh, historic cases on abortion, gun laws, religious liberty rights by July. Now, this decision was originally supposed to happen before um, today, the, the 13th of June. But it seems that it, it seems that with the uh, the uproar, the leaking of the, the document from Alito, the protest, the threats against the life of the justices has delayed this a little bit. But the time is ticking as the Supreme Court has three weeks left on its official calendar to decide the 29 cases. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we're back with the Dark Delight show. My name is Josh, and uh, we're talking about the Supreme Court, and they have 29 cases, including six major cases, which are incredibly historic. 
that they have to make a decision on before July. So we're going to see, I think, that this will be the beginning of what we've been calling for, of what we've been waiting for, of this transition from dark to light. I think that what's going to happen here is that there's going to be some very, very radicalized groups. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not putting a political affiliation on them. I'm saying left and right radicalized groups that are going to get very, very heated off of these decisions and begin the process of what, something very similar that we saw after the George Floyd death. Where you're going to have these, these groups clashing in the streets. You're going to have businesses destroyed. You're going to have people's lives ruined. You're going to have violence, mayhem, and crisis within the streets of many, many liberal cities. You're going to have the exasperation of the race war by the media perpetuated and fueled. You're going to find people more and more divided because this is the way they want it. This is what they want. This is how they destroy the United States of America. You know, there's a great book out of there. Out there, It's called Confessions of an Economic Hitman. It came out in the late 1990s by a former CIA operative who would go into countries and completely buy up the country and then ruin them financially and allow uh, the, the implementation of a coup dictatorship to come in. This is exactly what's happened here in the United States. And what they would do is they would separate the people of the country. They would divide them <clears throat> through race, creed, religion, financial financial um, equity. They would divide them through labeling. They would get them to the point where neighbor turns on neighbor, brother on father, to where they were fighting each other instead of the real enemy. This is the trick of the dark magician. And I will tell you from experience, from knowledge firsthand, that what we're dealing with right here are dark magicians. You can call them Satanists. You can call them just pure evil. You'd be right. They are dark magicians. And they will stop at nothing until they have full and complete control. They call this a color revolution, at least on the local and the state level. You have to destabilize the social, the political, the economic, and the cultural areas of a community because those are primarily the places of unification of people. Social and cultural are the foundational aspects. From that drives your political and your economic. You start at the local than the state level. And one of those other aspects of this is that right to self-defense, the right to protect ourselves. Our founding fathers had just gotten done fighting a revolution against a tyrannical and oppressive monarchy. And they developed the conceptualization of the Second Amendment, the right of the people to be in defense of themselves, their family, and their country. Not because they wanted you to have a shotgun to go out there and hunt. 
not because they wanted you to be safe within your home, because they wanted you to be able to fight off tyranny if it ever came to your doorstep. They wanted you to be able to stand up against any government that sought absolute power. And so they put within the Second Amendment, and it's second for a reason, shall not be infringed. And the reason it's second, because their founding fathers understood that the right of the people, the most powerful weapon of the people, is their voice. And that if their voice fails, if the First Amendment fails, if the media fails, if the press fails, if the people protesting their government fails, if the asking, demanding for the redress of grievances fails, then the next and only and last solution is to take up arms. And it says, shall not be infringed. Well, we talked about a gun bill last week that came about, and Congress approved it with well over 10 Republicans joining in. And this week, we start off the week with senators reaching agreement on gun control, including the red flag laws to take guns from law-abiding Americans. Here are the 10 Republicans who joined the Dems. And, uh, yeah, 10 Republicans have joined the Democrats on this we have uh, Senators John Corn of Texas, Thomas Tillis, Richard Burr of North Carolina, Roy Blunt of Missouri, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Susan Collins of Maine, not a surprise there, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, not a surprise there, Rob Portman of Ohio, Mitt Romney, of course, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. <sighs> they announced the Agreement on Principle for Gun Safety Legislation Sunday, which includes needed mental health resources, improve school safety and support for students, and helps ensure dangerous criminals and those who are educated against mentally ill can't purchase weapons. The proposal includes support for state crisis intervention orders, funding for school safety resources, an enhanced review process for buyers under the age of 21, and penalties for straw purchasing. Now, we know that New York had set in a law about the purchasing of, of certain firearms under the age of 21. And now the federal government is coming out with a enhanced review process for buyers under the age of 21. So 18-year-olds can't drink. They can't uh, buy a weapon, but they can go serve their country. They can vote. Hmm, that's interesting. And, and so what we're doing right now is we're, we're saying that there's some freedoms for some people and other freedoms for others. That's what we're doing. In the sense of diversity, equity, and inclusion, inclusion what they're doing is discriminating against 18 to 21-year-olds. Absolutely. They're discriminating against 18 to 21-year-olds, saying that, hey, you're not mentally competent to hold a firearm or have a firearm. And so we're going to review before. I hope that 18 to 21-year-olds and gun owners around the country rise up and protest this massively. 
The legislation also includes so-called red flag provisions, which is the government providing resources to the states and tribes to create and administer laws that help ensure deadly weapons are kept out of the hands of individuals whom a court has determined to be a significant danger to themselves or others. The proposal would also include major investment to increase access to mental health and suicide prevention programs and other support services available in the community, including crisis and trauma intervention and recovery. Now, the problem with the red flag gun laws, as it's been described to me, is a neighbor who doesn't like you, let's say you're having a property dispute, can come out there and say anything he wants about your mental health and just call the police. The police, without your information, can go directly to a judge and they can issue a no-knock warrant directly against you to go into your house and seize your guns under the red flag gun law simply for someone who's angry at you who said something. And you'll never get that right back. Veterans. Veterans who utilize the, the VA. You can go into the VA and you could uh, say, hey, talking to your doctor, what do you think of the state of the country? Pretty crazy place, isn't it? Man, I think a revolution's coming. And that doctor now can go and report that to the police. The police will go to a judge and they'll take your gun rights away. That's the red flag gun law. That's why this is scary. Because it goes around the law. It operates under the the guise, if you want to say, of the Patriot Act, where your rights become suspended simply, merely because of suspicion. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because you go to Article 4 of the United States Constitution and it says that um, any law that violates the Constitution cannot be a law and therefore is null and void. Well, this is one of them. And people need to stand up and fight this. People need to fight this in the court systems and with their voices. <laughs> right? And you got to wonder why they're pushing gun control so hard these days. It's because they know what's coming. And they're afraid of us. They're afraid of the power that we hold. Um, if you've been watching it, the January 6th sham that has been going on, says they have announced that they have uncovered enough evidence to indict President Donald Trump. They announced Sunday that it is turning its sights on the big bad orange man after reportedly uncovering enough evidence to indict President Trump from daring to challenge the legitimacy of the most secure, quotation marks, election in history. Judging by their highly produced bogus show trial that aired last week, complete with scripted lines and selectively edited video for maximum dramatic effects, it's hard to discern what, if any, new information has been uncovered by the committee, but they are insisting they've got him this time. Now, if you did see that first video they played, there is a young lady there. In the beginning of that video, it opens up, she's wearing a white hoodie. That's my friend. That's a good friend of mine. And I know exactly what she was talking about. And she wasn't talking about what the January 6th committee said she was talking about. They completely took that video out of context. And that's what they did with all those videos. Is they orchestrated, narrated, and directed a politically fueled propaganda video. To make it appear as if that was the intention of the people. You know... If you have a crowd of a million people and less than a thousand of them 
are acting like fools? Why are you labeling the other 999,000 of them bad, evil, and extremists? It's not what we did during the BML and the George Floyd protests, right? You had 60% acting in violence and acting evil. But yeah, no, it was mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. You know, even with all of this happening, I'm still in good spirits. I still am very, very optimistic about what's happening in the world. Because you know what you need to be. If we're going to win this battle of good versus evil, of dark delight, then we need to persist in our pursuit for freedom. We need to be optimistic about the outcome. Our political structure in this country is becoming incredibly polarized. And rightfully so. Our government has lied to us for decades. They have committed the highest degrees of treason against us. The DOD, the Department of Defense, just finally came out and admitted in a public document that there was over 46 military-funded biolabs in Ukraine. We broke this story months ago. 
after confirmation. And what were they doing these biolabs? Oh, they were saying they were they were fighting the former Soviet Union's bioweapons and, and getting rid of... No, no, no. They were developing genetically targeted bioweapons. They were... Your government was developing genetically targeted bioweapons. What do I mean by genetically targeted? Targeting certain races, targeting certain genotypes. So they could go into one country and completely wipe that country out with a genetically targeted bioweapon. Where it would affect nobody else in the world. That's what they were doing. And nobody cares. Nobody, nobody wants to go out there and say, hey, why were you doing this? Nobody wants to hold them accountable. There is no accountability. And when you bring it up, oh, oh that's classified. I say no more. I say that we need complete and total transparency here in this country. I say that our country is much more than its government. And that our government has gone beyond rogue. Our government has be- gone beyond tyrannical. There's a secret level of tyranny that is occurring here. A planning behind the scenes to undermine the United States Constitution, to undermine your freedoms, your rights, your liberties. And it's been in full effect for decades. Whether it's COINTELPRO, Directive 51, which is now Directive 50, 63, the suspension of habeas corpus, the Patriot Act, red flag gun laws, all of these are not here to keep you safer. They're here to take away your rights. They're here to make you a slave to the system. See, we were, we were born with God-given rights, freedoms, and liberties. Under the 14th Amendment, you have privileges and immunities as a citizen. You have a legal identification of which carries with it privileges and immunities. They want you in that section of privileges and immunities. They don't want you to have rights, liberties, and freedoms because that's dangerous to power. That's dangerous to the power of their reign, for their ability to take over the world. This week, a citizen in Ohio called the police after watching 31 men, all dressed exactly the same, piling into a U-Haul. The FBI found the U-Haul, arrested the men for a conspiracy to riot during the Pride event. What's interesting is, uh, yeah, we, we saw these guys getting arrested and... Uh, very, very interesting men there looking like, uh, well, looking like federal agents. One of them even carried a bullhorn with uh, the, the labeling of FBI on it. And Patriot Front, if you don't know, which is the organization that was involved here. And by the way, this was in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, Patriot Front has been known as a FBI-sponsored organization. As in... The FBI works in secrecy to control these organizations, rise them up, radicalize them, and utilize them to basically point the finger of blame towards one side or the other. Very similar to Antifa, which is the leftist organization that's controlled by intelligence agencies. You know, the United States is giving uh, the Ukraine billions and billions to fight Russia, yet their military has no supplies, has no weapons, even though we're giving them weapons. 
their people are starving and poor and hitting the beach. Hitting the beach, that's right. We're giving the Ukrainians billions upon billions of dollars, and the people in Ukraine are just going to the beach and hanging out and having a great time. <laughs> we just sent another $40 billion to them. It's just unbelievable what's happening here. I, I just... <laughs> you know, when will the American people wake up? When will the American people wake up and see what is happening to this country, to this world, to their children... I get tired of reporting on it day in and day out. I get tired of looking and just seeing how easy it is to see the narrative. To see their plan and their agenda unfold. It's sad in some cases. That right now what we're dealing with is a well-oiled and tuned machine. And this machine is ripping through the sanctitude of our freedom, the foundation of our country. It is taking out the most important values that we hold sacred as human beings. This machine was designed to make you a slave. This machine was constructed to take over this planet and implement a techno-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical-controlled new world order. And it's inbound right now. It's coming. The only thing that needs to happen for evil to prevail is for good people to do nothing. And I know there's a lot of good people in this world. There's a lot of good people in this country. There's a lot of patriots in this country. And we have July 4th, our Independence Day, coming up. And I think once again we just might declare our independence once more from a tyrannical and oppressive regime that has infiltrated and taken over our country and are utilizing their machine to take away our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties. Listen, that's all the time I have for you today. We're going to be back tomorrow with another episode of the Dark to Light Show. You guys have a great day. We're going to talk to you tomorrow.